The goal of meditation is union with God, the Supreme Self. But before we can reach that union, which is a very exalted state that is rarely attained, most of us have to go through a series of stages. And these days, because of the amount of stress in the world and in our family systems in general, in our lives, the first stage that we have to focus on is simply to relax. That used to be taken for granted, but sometimes you can spend years just learning how to relax the body in order to begin the process of meditation. In that process of relaxing, then, you can begin to let go of the external world and focus internally. And then you can begin to unify all the different fragments of your mind. And today there are very few minds that are not fragmented. You know, the word for the devil, diablo, diabolic, means fragmented, split. We have a rock the ashram called Split Mind Rock, a huge spherical rock that split apart. One day, our minds have been splitting apart and the splits have been splitting apart and uh, we have so many fragments now that it's almost impossible to have the willpower to achieve anything because one fragment wants to go left and the other right and the other go back and the other just sit and not go anywhere. And the third one, one, fourth, fifth, wants to fly. And, you know, you can't decide not only what you want to do, but who you are and what reality is. The mind is a chaos. Can any of you relate to that? So the first stages of meditation now have to be to relax and unify the mind. In the old days, <clears throat> meaning about 20 centuries ago, when the yogis first realized that this problem existed, because it didn't exist before then, but in the early period of Kali Yuga, when minds already started to vibrate with a much more unhealthy frequency and instability, much less so than now, of course, they invented certain techniques. One of them is called pranayama, breathing exercises. Because they notice that your breath and your thoughts are in parallel. And if your mind is very excited, very anxious, your breathing will tend to speed up. And so the slowing down of the breath was one of the methods of pranayama. But the whole science of pranayama then developed out of that, of using the breath for healing and for achieving various specific purposes within the organism. Sometimes to actually speed up the breath, but to use that to make the kundalini rise, to open the third eye and other breathing in order to focus on the pranic energy flowing through the body, etc., etc. It's one of the things we study here, but we 
we don't put, give it pride of place because you can get caught up in simply being focused on breathing and then we're going beyond that stage. But tonight I'd like to do some breathing exercises with you as a preliminary to the meditation and see how that assists you in reaching the inner silence, the stillness that brings the state of grace. And these are exercises that are done in all spiritual traditions. They are very famous in Zen. They are done, obviously, in India. Their Buddhists do them. Christians do them. This is part of the hesychastic uh, early Christianity was when the Desert Fathers were uh, building the first monasteries. Pranayamas were an essential part of uh, Catholic meditation and is still... Uh, very prominently used in uh, the monasteries of the Greek Orthodox and Russian Orthodox traditions. So there's nothing alien or foreign, no matter what religion you may identify with in these exercises. <clears throat> 